So you decided you want to buy a gun, but how do you choose which one? You don't have time to test every handgun, rifle, and shotgun out there. NorCal Gun Vault can help you out. Yeah, the folks that work there are passionate about firearms. They hunt, they shoot. You can tell it's not just a job for them, and it shows in their ability to find the perfect firearm for you. NorCal Gun Vault is fully stocked with hundreds of handguns, rifles, shotguns, not to mention tons of ammo, dozens of accessories. Yeah, whether shooting is just a hobby, you're a hunter, or you're thinking about owning your first gun, NorCal Gun Vault has exactly what you're looking for. By the way, if cash is tight right now, but you really want to get a gun, NorCal Gun Vault will work with you to create a layaway program individually tailored to what makes sense for your budget. NorCal Gun Vault opens seven days a week, locally owned and operated. Check them out at NorCalGunVault.com. NorCalGunVault.com. It really matters when you're dealing with experts. Go to NorCalGunVault.com, NorCalGunVault.com. This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. We are in a dimly lit room, deep within the bowels. The Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound. And to kick off a brand new week on a Monday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. Flooding in Texas, beatings in Berkeley, Nazis, anarchists fighting in the streets. Our general manager, the end times. These are the end times. These are the end times. Long awaited by mankind. Wow, I had read about the end times. Mm. Here they are. This is it. This is the beginning of the end times. Should I be at work? We're in the middle of the beginning. Of the end times. Should one be at work during the end times? Seems like a good time to be at home. I would say by the end of the beginning of the end times, you ought to be at home. Caring for your family. Stockpiling dried goods. Cleaning your weaponry compulsively over and over again. Well, as a um, as a believer, I'm uh, I'm comforted by that. But boy, the rest of you. <laughs> oh, jeez. We're just going to be wandering around, right? A little concern for you. All we're going to see is your shoes and your clothes and your trucker's hat. Yep. I'm gone I am. Well. Uh, boy, yeah, there's a lot of news. There's always, a, there's always a lot of news. Never stops. How do you get 50 inches of rain in two days? Oh, yeah. 50, five, zero. That's a lot of rain. Be. No, it's, 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 it's terrible. My wife and I were talking about how flooded our house would be if we got 50 inches of rain. If we got 15 inches of rain, our house would flood. 50? It's crazy. Uh, yeah, you know what we're going to do a lot of? Study the world! Study the world? Uh, yes, study, study, study the world. You know who else had 30 inches of rain? Noah. (laughs) Noah. The end times. Mm. Study the world. (laughs) (laughs) Noah only got 30 inches of rain? Is that in the... Yeah. Are you sure? 
Yeah, roughly. And that Russell Crowe uh, movie from a couple years and ago. And High Winds, yeah. Yep, yep. So well short of what Houston got, Noah yeah. got. I don't know. <laughs> Biblical weather forecasts. <laughs> I didn't know if they gave the number or not. Adjusted for inflation. You know, it's uh, very humid during the Sermon on the Mount. Nobody talks about that, too. Study the Bible. 82% uh, relative humidity. It was really sticky. Blessed are anybody who can get me a fan, was one of the uh, <laughs> lines that was lost. The Bible! That's right, Mr. President. <laughs> ah, boy. Let's kick off the show by introducing everybody in the squad. We'll start there with our board operator, Michelangelo. Pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Sorry, this morning, Michael. Did you drop the $100? Uh, no, you no, did? I didn't. I, I watched it online, just round by round on ESPN, and then I just kind of, you know, watched the pre-fight coverage and the post-fight. I did everything but watch the fight, basically. Gotcha. And I still got my hundred bucks. So, boy, I kind of wish I had. I did. I, did. I yeah. wish I'd bucks. been with the fellas hooting and hollering, and maybe drinking a cold uh, brew or something like that. Because I watched it the next morning, uh, actually just a couple hours after it was over, because I was on the East Coast, but. Uh, it was exciting. It was pretty entertaining. Yeah. And then the pre-stuff was pretty damned entertaining, too. The guy's entertaining. Uh, which one? Colin McGregor? Yeah. Yeah. He's entertaining. Oh, yeah. He realizes it's a show, and it's entertainment, and that's what you're supposed to do is entertain people. Right. <laughs> which is which is cool. Uh, there's Positive Sean, uh, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Uh, doing very well. Had a had an exciting weekend. Uh, the Highlighted, well, I don't know. You decide what the highlight is. There was a picture that was floated out. I believe I even texted it to the group text of what appears to be Stevie Wonder yep, using that. a camera, <laughs> yep. taking ah, yes. a picture, yes. which is very peculiar behavior for a person <laughs> if you cannot see. If you're new to the program, one of Sean's jihads is proving that Stevie Wonder is sighted. He can see. Yeah. He, he, he is not. It's not 100%, but he is not in total darkness. And you came up with a picture that was... Backed that up over the weekend. Yes, uh, so um, that's one of the exciting so that, that's things. That's one of the possible things. The other one, what's a, what's a Sunday without a good old run to the dump? Right, a little dump sure. run, oh, huh? Yeah. It's a festival yes. for the senses. I actually, it is. I did that myself yesterday. Oh my goodness! Oh. You get there, you just crack open the window, you just <laughs> just really breathe it all in, and it's oh, what a wonderful place to spend a couple hours in a hundred degree weather. Oh you, yes, you watch all the birds and what they're eating and what they they must be like. Yo, yo. Disgusting. Oh, man. Yeah. It was hot. Hot day at the dump. <laughs> but I'll tell you that there is there is something cathartic or therapeutic about taking a, a truck bed full of junk and just heaving it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. done with it. Yeah. Right? That, that's yeah. What my, Get out of here. Right? That's what my kids like. Put them in the back of the truck and they start throwing stuff out. Oh, they really good enjoy stuff. That. There's Vincent, uh, this nation's most prominent Asian-American talk show personality. How are you, Vincent? I watched uh, Mayweather and McGregor fight faux free how. I had I found a stream of of the fight on Twitch, which is the video game uh, streaming website, on my laptop, and then on my phone I found a stream on Periscope, which is the Twitter stream live video streaming. So I watched it for free, hundred dollars saved. Uh, I saw a whole bunch of tweets about how so you, you do it. So you stole it. You're, you're bragging about <laughs> right. being nah. a thief. Yes. Yes. Thief. Thief. To be ashamed of yourself. Nah. <laughs> but I saw a whole bunch of tweets about how, this is how you can watch it for free. And, yeah. But, you know, the combination of affluence and laziness I did. I thought, <laughs> if that takes me five minutes, eh, I'll just do well, this. Well, and you might end up with some <laughs> wacky virus on your computer, right? Nah, huh? nah, well, the downside is that you hear the dudes, because it's essentially a guy pointing his phone at a TV. And oh, it's actually, really? It's actually decent quality. <laughs> So uh, is a guy pointing his phone at the television. Yeah, that was the Periscope one. And then that, feeding. What What does he get out of it? Is he just sticking it to the man? Come on. I don't know. In theory, if you know you get followers or whatever, they see you do this and you don't get pulled down, it's a it's a way to get 
people to find your account and maybe they follow you for future things. To what ends that gets you, yeah. I don't know. Okay, but, gotcha. Well, they, I don't, I don't they know can about tell your friends how many followers you got. I don't yeah, know about yeah. standing in front of my television as motionless as I can be for two hours so other people can watch this for free. <laughs> well, the, 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 the Twitch stream was in Espanol. It was a Spanish feed. See? What? Hi, <laughs> <laughs> <and>, caramba! <laughs> the downside of the Periscope one was, like I said, the guy pointing his phone at the TV, which is actually decent quality, but uh, you, you get you, it's it's kind of like watching the the fight with your boys. You got the one guy who repeats the same line over and over in round two. Connor's tired, man. Connor's tired. In round nine, dude, Connor's tired. Connor's tired. Yeah, dude, we get it. We get it. You got the guy saying the N-word over and over to where it gets uncomfortable. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's it's a bunch of bros hanging, Joe. Well, I, I was with a bunch of bros watching it, too. That shockingly didn't come up. Well, you in guys what? like Christopher Guest movies, okay? White boys. In, in, in what context? So it was brothers calling Mr. Mayweather an N-word. Is that correct? It's, it's like it's like they were. It's like saying "dude." You right. say "dude." Okay, right. gotcha. Yeah, I get that. It, it's all about the uh, the source. Yeah. yeah, consider the source. And then, uh, uh, but their commentary is better than that. Nimrod Max Kellerman in the old fart Jim Lampley. Am I right, John? Uh, but that's and then, HBO. The fight was on Showtime. Oh, okay. So then, so would they drop n bombs on Connor also, who's about as white as white can get? I mean, just like uh, like dude. I, I didn't notice. Enter just hit him on the head with a, a hammer punch. I always <laughs> like that. And uh, when you got Jack. like a all right, uh, and uh, when you got a black guy, you got a Mexican guy, you got an Irishman. They're calling everybody in that. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, uh, finally, when the when the fight is over, you got the one guy who says, "I tweeted that. I tweeted Mayweather in ten, and then he's got to go on his phone and prove himself. Gotcha. Oh man, <laughs> I got to think that camera gets a little shaky the more beer that gets consumed. Uh, what, the, what do you do during tripod. bathroom breaks? Yeah, exactly. Does he tripod. just Tripod. Tripod. Yeah. Oh, okay. There is um, Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall? Coming off the weekend, I'm very excited to pleased to announce, and ladies do take note, outside of my house, I am now debt-free. Oh. Paid off the last of the credit cards over the weekend, have money stashed in the bank. Again, ladies do take note. Financially independent. This is all product, clean living, as you know, and a year's <laughs> worth of keeping it very, very small. Right. And uh, and with your, you've got a lottery scheme, which so soon you will have riches. So. Yes, yes, yes. We'll it's be turning together. that over some more. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Just another reason women should date you. Indeed. Indeed. Particularly if they have a button nose. That's uh, right. That's a uh, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> yes, it is. Like of a button nose. <laughs> uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is a Monday, August 28th, the year 2017. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin the show now, officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. But again, oh, talking oh. about a guy in his first pro boxing fight oh. here in round ten against Floyd Mayweather. And Floyd Mayweather landing the right hands now at will and tags McGregor again. You know what? We need audio from the whiskey-fueled post-game uh, uh, conference, which was just fantastic. I thought we were close. Did you see McGregor when he came out with this big whiskey bottle in one hand and a glass <laughs> in the other hand and, and his cool suit because he's got his own line of clothing? Yeah. Just dressed perfectly, having just been knocked out. 
this bottle of whiskey in his glass, and he sits down. And he's like, ah, what do you want to talk about? And he just goes on. Well, he just made $100 million. He said, you got to ask me questions, or do I just ramble? I just ramble? Fine. He said, by the way, this is the new Notorious Whiskey to hit show- shelves soon. You're going to love it. And, I mean, he was right into sales pitch mode. Yes. Yes. I let that booger hit me in the face a couple of times. Now let's sell some whiskey. <laughs> That's pretty much the way it was. He was as unflapped as you could possibly be. Right. Right. It was Fantastic. Awesome. Which I would be, too, if I just made $100 million. Well, in its first pro fight ever. Yeah. He, he held his own against the greatest boxer of all time, and he... He hit him in the face a couple of times, which everybody's rooting for. <laughs> That's fabulous. Now try me whiskey. <laughs> One reporter asked, so what's the difference between boxing and MMA? He said, well, the checks are nice. Yeah, the <laughs> checks. And they both laughed at that one. And I thought, oh, the <laughs> joke might be on us. <laughs> you think? <laughs> what are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Hell no, let up in the epic rain. Historic flooding getting worse in Houston. We had a violent army of anarchists battling it out in Berkeley. And Money Mayweather about to enter the Billionaires Club. Coming up, 635, Armstrong and Getty. You know, he is an interesting uh, study in um, good things happening to bad people. He's a bad human being. And he just keeps getting richer and richer and richer and having a more grand and grand lifestyle. And it's uh, it's tough to noodle through philosophically. You know, what's going on there? We'll talk about we'll that give later. that a shot. Yeah, maybe we'll talk about that later. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. It's good. It's nice to be back in action. After being off most of last week. This is action? <laughs> it's my version of it. Hmm. Gotcha. I think he said something like, I'm about to knock out the world of whiskey with new notorious whiskey. <laughs> Bigora! <laughs> yeah, so we got a whole bunch of stuff to get into. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. see the Washington Post headline today about the violence in Berkeley over the weekend. Black-clad Antifa attack peaceful right-wing demonstrators in Berkeley. Nice headline, Washington Post. MSNBC. Morning Joe. Ranting about it. Where were the cops? What's the story in California? They just let people beat other people up because of their politics. It's been going on for uh, a, a couple of years where peaceful protesters or people just walking into a political rally are beaten to the ground by these uh, really scary fascists. And now the media is just catching on to it. Unfortunately, the Chronicle went with, the San Francisco Chronicle went with masked anarchist route right-wingers as if it was, you know, uh, McGregor Mayweather, like it was right. a battle. And, right. And, and, and who they, won? Well, and they have a pretty clear rooting interest there, obviously. Okay. Well, we'll get on to that. We will yeah. absolutely... Jump on that, jump on its back, and rabbit punch it in the neck until the ref makes a stop. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Mailbag! I uh, I don't think uh, Rich uh, sent the weekly sh- shower thoughts for the Monday morning. I, I didn't see him. I didn't find him. Here's a shower thought for you. Uh, just assume you're going to be delayed by hours when you fly. And that way, if it doesn't happen... Which is unlikely. You'll be pleasantly surprised. Because especially if you have two flights, one of them is guaranteed to be delayed by a significant amount of time. Today? Uh, 
Hmm? You mean in general or today? In general. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's unbelievable. Flying back and forth to the East Coast, it just it can't be done. You cannot have two on-time flights. <sighs> Moving along. Our freedom-loving quote of the day is from the great Charles Bukowski. Wacky writer. Enjoyable uh, read. I've read, ev- I've read everything he's ever written. Mm. The problem with the world is that the intelligent people are full of doubts, while the stupid ones are full of confidence. Yeah. That is one of the problems with the world. Uh, getting back people to the... the people around the world got what's, confidence. What's that saying? Seldom right, but never in doubt or yep. whatever. Yep, yep. Often wrong, but never in doubt. It's the way I try to live my life. That's right. Uh, let's uh, Here's your weekend Antifa update from uh, Matt. Berkeley police got the stand-down order today and let Antifa beat the free speech protesters. Civil War V2 coming soon. Short, short war. More of a purge of commies, really. Military, police, gun owners versus vegan beta new males with sticks and bottles of urine. So a prediction of a coming civil war there? Certainly hope not. Uh, we received an absolutely lovely, lovely note and the text of the speech of one of the speakers who is going to be at that uh, Patriot Prayer Rally in San Francisco um, that was canceled because they decided they would get bloodied and beaten down. Uh, the uh, the speaking um, slate included exactly no white people, a handful of women, uh, black folks, and a transgender person. Um, but for some reason, they were shut down by the fascists, who cleverly call themselves anti-fascists. But I think everybody's catching on to that. It took the East Coast media a discouragingly long time to catch on to it. But I haven't, they're, haven't they're read, I haven't read the whole article, but I'm not sure the San Francisco Chronicle has caught on to oh, it. Oh, no, absolutely not. No. Well, no, they're beyond hope. Seriously, this the Chronicle is beyond any... There's, there's no reason to have any faith or hope that they will ever uh, be anything but... Uh, an organ of the far, far left. But for Antifa, that's that's a that's the one hundred percent win, right? Where people don't even hold the rallies because they're so scared. So now you've just completely eliminated. I mean, right. you don't, yeah, people won't even show up and try. Right. That's when you've really won. Exactly. So I congratulate uh, the you know the and Chronicle the, and and their ideological brethren. Yeah, and the police force standing by and letting it happen, which is fantastic. Just uh, fantastic. And listen, as a free speech freak, I value the uh, the Chronicle's right to be what they are, but I don't go to Breitbart for criticism of Donald Trump. Uh, the president's foreign policy uh, off to a shaky start is it seems like his personal vendettas take a higher place. I don't go to Breitbart for that, nor should you go to the Chronicle for anything but you know, that kind of pro-Antifa point of view. Uh, so much anger. so much. Well, these are the end times, and there will be a lot of uh, anger during the end times. This, so we all need to get used to it. This is what the end times would look like in uh, modern media. I think it's going to be much less dramatic and, and biblical living through it. I think it's going to be much more just discouraging <laughs> the end times. Well, I'm in good shape. I don't know about the rest of you people, but I'm fine. Are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about when you cast in the lake of fire? Oh, no lake you, of fire, no LOF for me. What are you going to have to? Because you're, uh, you're 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 on the right side of things. Huh? Absolutely, you saved. Good, good. I'm I'm, I'm happy for you. Uh, here's a really intriguing note about the teacher sex thing, which we were talking about um, before we went on uh, a little break there. And uh, it was funny. I was on the East Coast, and, and a teacher got busted for sexing up a student. Really good looking woman. And uh, same story. It's the same story you've heard a hundred times. He's like 15, 16 years old. She's hot and 31, et cetera, et cetera. 
Uh, this is a, a note from Chris with links, etc. It's all about the antidepressants. Huh. That a certain number of people who are on them uh, develop manias of one sort or another, including the old uh, nymphomania. Or uh, what's what's the technical what? name again? That's right. <laughs> It's but, these teachers. That doesn't explain it. They, they go through case after case after case after case of these women who are on the antidepressants who end up sexing up their students. You would sex up a whole bunch of other men your age. If you're a nymph, there's plenty. There's plenty of nah, women nah, who nah. enjoy sex a lot, and they find other men it. their age. They oh. don't start having sex with high school students. But they're high school teachers. If they were. Trucking dispatchers, they'd probably have sex with truckers. <laughs> There's probably a nationwide <laughs> epidemic of trucking d- d- dispatchers having sex with truckers. All right. We just don't hear about it. <clears throat> anyway, so that was interesting. Hmm. Uh, and then finally, here it is. We tried to kill it, but it will not die. I'm sorry, Michael. I should have warned you. Uh, do you have the chatty, uh, chat, <laughs> chatty checkout theater uh, theme music going? Uh, we did not rehearse this. No way. But this is <clears throat> this is a nice note from Natasha. Hello, Joe DeVive. That's right. That was one of my many nicknames I attempted to assign myself. Joe DeVive and uh, Simple Jack. Faggity, first-time emailer. Live in beautiful Portland, Oregon. Had an A&G-worthy checkout encounter yesterday. Couldn't help but imagine Positive Sean playing... The cashier. That's me playing the role of the cashier. Identified in the script as him, Sean. I don't know if you picked up on that. (laughs) I I gathered, yes. You're him. Joe playing me, helpfully labeled me in the script, and Vince. Uh, Where is it? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Ah, I give it to Vince. Michael is supposed to play the sister. Good. (laughs) Well, you got to run in and give Michael the script because he doesn't have a copy. Okay. Um... Well, so you'll, Vince, last-minute casting, Michael asked for too much money. <laughs> oh, no, Vince is actually, Vince oh, is so great. determined. I get to play the sister. You get to play the sister. It's going to be like Shakespearean times where men played all the roles. All right. Thanks, Vince. So Vince and I have no lines. We are merely the audience. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So let me set the scene. A Saturday afternoon in a rather busy Fred Myers. Big crockery store, for those of you not familiar. My sister and I are trying to get in and out of the store to avoid the masses. Exuberant young male at the register. I know he's Italian. How do I know, you ask? He had a rather in-depth conversation about it with the customer in front of us, so we've been waiting. He starts ringing up our groceries. Second item he grabs is a carton of eggs. Hey, what are you doing with the eggs? You making an omelet? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, or maybe scrambled eggs. <laughs> Omelets are so easy. You just add some cheese and you flip them over. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Yeah. <laughs> you ever realize that omelets are just egg pancakes? Wow, I guess omelets are just egg pancakes. <laughs> wow. Sean, that next line is yours. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you two have a great day. Okay. <laughs> Wow, I guess omelets are just egg pancakes. <laughs> nice. Nice. Love the show, guys. K-S-A-L-D-H-W-P-O-T-S-L-H. Keep staring at large derriered homeless women peeing on the sidewalks like horses. Oh. <laughs> it's oh. Natasha. Oh. That story, Jack. Oh. That, folks, judging by the, the old email, uh, the inbox, people really enjoyed your story. Oh. About the nice lady relieving herself on the street. Oh, that was something to see. In Portlandia. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. 
Fantastic. Oh, boy. He's oh. a sickener. We've got Marshall's News coming up in just a second, man. There's a lot of stuff to catch up on. And we're not even going to spend a lot of time on the, on the you know, the storm that has sucked all the air out of most of the East Coast media. There's there's plenty of stuff. Horrifying flooding in Texas. Record. All-timer. We hope everybody's all right. Get to higher ground. God help us. I mean, what else are you going to say? So Trump drops a, uh, a pardon, controversial pardon, on a Friday night. Old Sheriff Joe. There's a couple things that happen on a Friday night, which is usually designed so that uh, people don't notice that they're happening. All, all politicians do that. But So Marshall's got the news coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We got a number of these texts. My wife is on antidepressants, and they have definitely had the opposite of effect. Oh, and that boy. is that is the knock on antidepressants. Is that that takes away your uh, interest? Right. Yeah, I have uh, heard that. What if? Uh, what? Maybe ten percent though. Who knows? Ten percent go the other way. It's like uh, what was that to a one drug that we were talking about? That ninety percent of people makes them drowsy, and ten percent just wires you like crazy. Yeah, and that uh, hit you right. Oh yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah my kids. Uh, the, the the medicine that's supposed to make you drowsy or makes a lot of people drowsy makes them excited. Yeah. Uh, let's get the news now, with Marsha Phillips. Well, the remains of Hurricane Harvey continues dumping massive amounts of rain on Houston and the surrounding region. Forecasters predicting a year's worth of precipitation in just one week. They're looking at fifty inches more of rain. Fifty. Yes. Not 15. 15 would be extraordinary. It's unthinkable. I remember learning as a kid that one inch of rain equals like eight inches of snow or something like that. If you've ever lived in a snowy climate, it it helps you relate to it. And so that would be, you know, 30 feet of snow. (laughs) I mean, everybody would be dead. If if you thought you were going to get 15 inches of snow in the next 24 hours, you you would think you're screwed. Fifty yeah. is just unbelievable. unimaginable. Right. Well, yeah, rain. You know, we got to yeah, get into that. I think this is an interesting yeah. topic. I'm hearing a lot of uh, screaming and yelling, mostly from the mainstream media, which leans a certain direction, obviously, about um, the government, the state not uh, having mandatory evacuations, and uh, that's become a big deal. Um, I I am really against mandatory evacuations, but the mainstream media thinks it's something the government should absolutely do all the time, right? Uh, to kick you out of your house. And um, I think it's a Texas thing. I think in Texas, people are not quite as uh, willing to have the government say you have to leave your house. We're going to tell you what to do. Yeah. And I think people are much more willing to say, no, I've decided to stay. I understand you can't come save me. But then I saw people interviewed on the street last night in Texas, and every single one of them said, every single one of them, I saw eight interviews in a row, every single one of them said, the government didn't say we had to leave. Why didn't they tell us it was going to be this bad? Wow. Wow. Yeah, we're uh, we're breeding dependency into our society. Well, we're already so far down that road, and there's no point in fighting it. Meanwhile, you got an army of anarchists wearing black clothing and masks disrupting an anti-Marxism rally in Berkeley, California on Sunday, attacking members of a small group of extreme right-wing demonstrators, Antifa attacking a father and son. Get away, you Why are you guys beating us up for? You can hear him say, why are you beating us up? Why are you beating us up? My only problem with your story, Marshall, is I don't know those people. Were they really extreme right wing? Because Antifa uh, reserves for itself the right to define anybody they want in any way they want and then beat them up. So, I don't know. I mean, like this Patriot Prayer Rally was absolutely not extreme right wing. 
It was it was it, it was formed by people who saw uh, the beatings at the Trump rally in San Jose and thinking, "Oh my God, this is wrong. We can't have this." Right now, the Washington that's Post not extreme right wing. That's the, well, like I'm, mainstream constitutionalist. I'm wondering why we assign a label to them at all. Um, the Washington Post has the headline right. that uh, a violent Antifa attacks peaceful protesters. I don't think the political views of the people protesting, if they're peaceful, matter at all. Right. Yeah, I, I would why, say why, it's entirely irrelevant. Why even mention what they're rallying for? You get to you get to rally for any reason you want to. So here on out, Marsh, please. Peaceful protesters and then violent uh, whatever. All that, right. That's the Washington Post's view of it, not the San Francisco Chronicle's view of it. The, vi- the video where I got that clip from, it, it labeled them as Trump supporters. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I've also wow. seen that, too. So I'm, I'm just curious, Marsh, yeah. where did you get the far right thing? Was that uh, from uh, one of our uh, many news pipelines that described them that way? Or yeah, I don't have to know right now, but I just think it's interesting that one of the news services went right. with that verbiage. Right. Because uh, I know you didn't make it up. No. And they have gotten, as, as you were saying, I've seen Trump supporters all over the place. Yeah. Well, well, that's unbelievable. Yeah. C- congratulations to the Washington Post right. for handling it, I think, yeah. the only place I've seen yet where they handled it appropriately, where you just say, let me get back to the headline, black cat-clad Antifa attacked peaceful demonstrators right. in Berkeley. Well, I was going to go on to say that the demonstration had been largely peaceful for hours until Antifa showed up and the Berkeley police stepped aside. If this were the other way around, it would be the biggest story in America. Well, it would be Charlottesville. If it were pro-choice yep. marchers being attacked by some sort of right-wing violent 100 outfit, hooded protest uh, anarchists? It yeah. would be the only story in the country happening in cities all around America. Another video I saw uh, was a, a different guy getting beat down, uh, but they labeled him a parent alt-writer. A parent alt-writer. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah, wow. The Why labeling, would you go? The labeling has been all over the, yeah. all over the place on and this who stuff. Knows, in these videos, it's just mayhem. Mayhem and cheese. Who knows what's going on? Who knows who's, who started it? Who knows? So it's just... Uh, and we re- received a number of emails, pictures, uh, etc., from folks who were there who said, essentially, the uh, Berkeley police have stood down. Here's right. a tweet. Sea of black masks, as far as I can see, this was not supposed to happen. Uh, carrying the anarcho-communist flag. I tweeted about this over the weekend. This uh, guy in the USA Today, his name I don't recall, uh, I'll look it up, but um, he wrote this article about Antifa, and he's, he called them left-leaning. He was writing about the Boston deal, right. and the Boston Antifa describes themselves as anarcho-communists, and they fly the black and red flag to combine the black flag of anarchy with the red flag of communism. Mm-hmm. They describe it on their own Facebook page, and yet this intrepid journalist describes them as left-leaning. God, it's just so pathetic. And Floyd Mayweather Jr. is still unbeaten after his win over UFC star Conor McGregor in the highly anticipated boxing match in Las Vegas. The referee waving the fight off in the 10th round, handing Mayweather a technical knockout victory. And after the fight, Money Mayweather announcing... Tonight was my last fight, for sure. Uh, Tonight, I I chose the right dance partner to dance with. Conor McGregor, you're a hell of a champion. And to the country of Ireland, we love you guys. F you, you scumbag. I hate him. I actually hate him. He is, wow. a, he is a very, very bad human being. Sure he is, yeah. Wife beater, among other things. 
Man, yeah, as uh, somebody pointed out, he's actually 52-0 and 0 if you count his wife and his girlfriend. Ah, uh, yeah. He was convicted <laughs> twice. How many people has he beat down to end up being convicted twice with the lawyers he can afford? Right, right. And with his uh, reported $300 million winnings from this fight, he's going to be joining Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods as the first three athletes to make more than a billion dollars. Yeah, it's, it's, I don't know, makes you wonder, it makes you wonder about society and and justice and good things happening to bad people and bad things happening to good people and all that stuff. All right, that's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Of course, most people tune in to see him get his ass beat. Well, at least he got hit a couple of times. That's a rarity. And then he pulled up into the to the after party in his new four million dollar car. It's a nice ride. Four million dollar car he just bought. <laughs> and then the Irishman immediately began selling whiskey. Oh my god! Reinforcing unfortunate stereotypes. <laughs> We got more on all the issues, including the uh, pardon of Joe Arpaio on Friday night. Oh, Sheriff Joe. Gonna enjoy his old age and freedom. He's 85. I didn't realize he's 85. Old as the hills. Stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. like Justin Bieber, Lady Gaga, and my personal favorite, Hootie and the Blowfish. Listen, guys, this is one election where the popular vote actually matters, so vote online. But hurry up before some random Russian pop star wins, okay? Uh, This is Katy Perry uh, at the Video Music Awards, where the vote actually matters. You know, when I was... We are so dumbed down as a society. I was just going to say, when I was the age of the people there, I was reading, you know, Hunter Thompson and Charles Bukowski and the... the, 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 Oh, my God! Katy Perry is your your political commentator. Oh, no. Oh, we're dying as a society. (laughs) It's the end times, as previously announced on the Armstrong and Getty Show. If you're just tuming in. Which is fine with me. Really Bring it ought on. to be our headline. We ought to start every every segment with that. It's not the end times for my daughter, little D. We dropped her off at college last week, Thursday officially, the day I had been thinking about forever, kind of picturing and and and, and just thinking about the before, the during, making sure I had my uh, plenty of tissues in my pocket for the the tear fest, and then thinking about afterward. What's it going to be like afterward? Um. You know, and then coming home to the empty nest. And because everything. you're wrapping up your child rearing. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's my, my youngest kid. And um, and so, uh, but that was last week and we dropped her off Thursday and and then uh, headed up uh, to see some friends in Pennsylvania and got home to the empty nest last night, hours later than we were supposed to. <laughs> Thanks, every airline in America. Um, so, yeah, it was a hell of a week and uh, just texted a little day. She's starting classes, her first college class this morning some point, she's off and running. Do you have the app where you follow her around? What? Yeah. I was, no. talk, I was talking to a friend of mine <laughs> talking to a friend of mine the other day, and they took they just took their youngest off the college and are and having those very same conversations and feelings and trying to figure out what their marriage looks like now and all that sort of stuff. Sure. Like what do we do every day? Among other um, things, yeah. But anyway, they got um 
they were like looking at this. She was the uh, mom was looking at this app on her phone. Oh, she got out of that meeting and she's headed over to class now. What? Get, apparently, there's a, a thing where you can do that, and it's fairly common. I guess. Did they put a tag in her ear? No, I guess it's a common thing. What? It's got a name. It's it's not just. It's got a name for specifically for this sort of thing. You know, it's entirely possible I'm missing something here. I often am, and it's voluntary on both ends. I guess uh, that that's like the last thing I, <laughs> I want. Know, I know. I can't that imagine. That is the single last thing I want, unless it's like. Her sending me pictures of mashing with a dude. I mean, I please. But, ah, get that away from me. I, I can't imagine when I was off at college, my parents being able to watch wherever I went. Guys, you've been at that bar for four hours. It's the <laughs> middle of the afternoon. Don't you have class? <laughs> Joe, don't you have class? It's where our study group meets. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Class is off today. Yeah. Um. Thanks for asking. My class is shuffleboard. God, what a nightmare. No, <laughs> well, we, or, or it's great, depending on how you look at it. I look at it like it's a nightmare. Thank <laughs> you for asking. Uh, no, it's, we, our, whole, our whole parenting philosophy has always been um, uh, get them ready to embark on the great adventure and then let them go um, on the great adventure. And, and we're, there is a resource. In fact, we've been texting back and forth with our uh, little darling uh, quite a bit about a personal matter. Um, the parenting has not ended. Uh, and and I don't expect it to anytime soon, uh, but yeah, she's often. I know. Go live your life, go make mistakes and do dumb stuff. Just we we discussed you know certain areas of dumb stuff that tend to be dangerous dumb stuff, and uh, and I wrote her a little note for her to d- 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 tuck in her uh, collection of the writings of H. L. Mencken, which she talked took to school with her, which was a lovely a little gift to me because that was a gift from me. Um, but off she goes. And you know I got more to, more tale to tell when we get time to do it, but it's a it's a hell of a thing. Hell I'm sure. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. We got no time. <laughs> He's no muttering time. again. He's muttering again. That's stupid. Idiot. More muttering. But what's the point anyway? Because the end times are here. That's true. If the end times are here, that should be our headline most right. segments. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. <laughs> 